Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. I welcome you here for this Monday evening prayer service here on July 24th, 2023. So for those that are joining me here for the first time, this is um, a podcast I'm putting together to hopefully be of help for people, uh, for Christians who are struggling maybe with their uh, regular prayer and devotion life. Uh, that was certainly the case for me. One thing that I found has helped me um, has been going back to a practice out of the uh, Anglican tradition, out of the uh, English tr- Christian tradition, uh, known as the Daily Office, which is a liturgical uh, service of morning prayer and evening prayer every day. It includes a time for confession, a time for adoration, it includes a time in the Word, it includes time um, in intercession, it includes time in thanksgiving, and it's just it's a, a beautiful liturgy that is just filled with scripture. It's, it's and, and it's just a I don't know, it's, it's just been a, a a settling time for me. I, I've been trying to think of a way to really describe how this has been helpful to me. It's, I guess it's given me a framework. It's given me a set of parameters that I can use to really throw myself into, into prayer. Cause just like I'm talking now, sometimes, you know, like I, I, I have to pause sometimes cause I, I'm not going on a script or anything. So I have to think about what I'm saying. Oh, did I miss this or did I miss that? And I would struggle that way with my prayer life a lot. And my, my mind would wander. I'd get off onto something else or I would let something else get in the way. And I, I would just set that, that time with the Lord off to the side. Uh, but this has really helped to foster that sense of discipline to where, yes, this is something I'm going to do every day and... So it's been helpful for me in that regard. And the reason why I put this podcast out is I thought maybe it might be helpful to other people who are going through the same thing. So so long-winded introduction out of the way, if you want to follow along. There are a couple of ways that you can follow along with the service. Uh, one is to go to uh, dailyoffice2019.com. Um, that is the book of common prayer that i'm using for this uh, podcast it's the book of common prayer published in 2019 by the anglican church in north america you can also go to that uh, church's website at anglicanchurch.net click on the resources tab and uh, click on book of common prayer and you should be able to find some links to the morning prayer and evening prayer service from there or, like I've always said, if you just want to follow along and pray with me as I go through the service, that, that works too. So, what I always like to do before one of these services is to spend just a moment or two um, in silence, in preparing my heart for worship. And so I invite you to do that uh, with me, just to take this time to lay aside whatever 
thoughts or burdens or anxieties or whatever you're coming in with and just let your heart settle in this moment that knowing that this moment is for the Lord this is God's time and let's prepare our hearts for worship Okay, so this is, again, evening prayer for this Monday, July 24th, 2023. This is the Monday after the 8th Sunday after Pentecost. And as we do with each of the services, there is an opening sentence of scripture to begin the service, so we'll start with that. Pardon me, I apologize. I've been fighting a bit of a cough, but uh, we will get through this. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Dearly beloved, The scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses. Not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at His hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, We have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's say together the words of the Fosaleron. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this evening prayer for the 24th day of the month is Psalm 119. We'll be reading from the first verse through the 32nd verse. Blessed are those who are undefiled in their ways and walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies and seek him with their whole heart, even those who do no wickedness and perfectly walk in his ways. You have ordered your precepts that we should diligently keep them. Oh, that my ways were made so direct that I might keep your statutes. Then would I not be put to shame while I give heed unto all your commandments. I will thank you with an upright heart when I have learned your righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes. Oh, do not forsake me utterly. How shall a young man cleanse his way? By ruling himself according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. O oh, let me not go astray from your commandments. Your words have I hidden within my heart, that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips have I been telling of all the judgments of your mouth. I have had greater delight in the way of your testimonies than in all manner of riches. I will meditate on your commandments and have respect for all your ways. My delight will be in your statutes, and I will not forget your word. O oh, do well unto your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes, that I may see the wondrous things of your law. I am a sojourner on earth. O oh, hide not your commandments from me. My soul is consumed with the fervent desire that it always has for your judgments. You have rebuked the proud, and cursed are those who stray from your commandments. O oh, turn from me shame and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. Though princes sit and speak against me, yet will your servant meditate on your statutes. For your testimonies are my delight, and they are my counselors. My soul cleaves to the dust. 
O revive me according to your word. I have acknowledged my ways, and you heard me. O teach me your statutes. Make me to understand the way of your commandments. And so shall I meditate on your wondrous works. My soul melts away for heaviness. Comfort me according to your word. Take from me the way of lying, and graciously teach me your law. I have chosen the way of truth, and your judgments have I set before me. I hold fast to your testimonies. O Lord, let me not be put to shame. I will run the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart with understanding. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Nehemiah, beginning with the second chapter and the first verse. In the month of Nisan, the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had not been sad in his presence. And the king said to me, Why is your face sad, seeing you are not sick? This is nothing but sadness of the heart. Then I was very much afraid. I said to the king, let the king live forever. Why should not my face be sad when the city, the place of my father's graves, lies in ruins, and its gates have been destroyed by fire? Then the king said to me, What are you requesting? So I prayed to the God of heaven, and I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, that you send me to Judah to the city of my father's graves, that I may rebuild it. And the king said to me, the queen sitting beside him, How long will you be gone, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me when I had given him a time. And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given me to the governors of the province beyond the river, that they may let me pass through until I come to Judah. And a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the fortress of the temple, and for the wall of the city, and for the house that I shall occupy. And the king granted me what I asked, for the good hand of my God was upon me. Then I came to the governors of the province beyond the river, and gave them the king's letters, now the king had sent with me officers of the army and horsemen. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite servant heard this, it displeased them greatly that someone had come to seek the welfare of the people of Israel. So I went to Jerusalem and was there three days. Then I arose in the night, I and a few men with me, and I told no one what my God had put into my heart to do for Jerusalem. There was no animal with me but the one on which I rode. I went out by night by the valley gate to the dragon spring and to the dung gate 
and I inspected the walls of Jerusalem that were broken down, and its gates that had been destroyed by fire. Then I went on to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but there was no room for the animal that was under me to pass. Then I went up in the night by the valley and inspected the wall, and I turned back and entered by the valley gate, and so returned. And the officials did not know where I had gone or what I was doing, and I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, and the rest who were to do the work. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in, how Jerusalem lies in ruins with its gates burned. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem, that we may no longer suffer derision. And I told them of the hand of my God that had been upon me for good, and also of the words that the king had spoken to me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work. But when Senbalat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite servant and Geshem the Arab heard of it, they jeered at us and despised us, and said, What is this thing that you are doing? Are you rebelling against the king? Then I replied to them, The God of heaven will make us prosper, and we his servants will arise and build. But you have no portion or right or claim in Jerusalem. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the words of the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and it has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson for this evening prayer is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John, beginning with the second chapter, the first verse. <clears throat> On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. 
Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunken freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and oxen, and he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews said to him, What sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken forty-six years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When, therefore, he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man. For he himself knew what was in man. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven 
and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. For this next set of prayers and petitions, the response is, We entreat you, O Lord, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful. We entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, <clears throat> that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. The Collect of the Day for this, <clears throat> pardon me, for this Monday after the 8th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. O God, you declare your almighty power, chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace, that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Peace. Let us pray. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night to give your angels charge over those who sleep. 
Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. So we've come to this part of the service where you're free to offer your own intercessions and petitions to the Lord for yourself or for others. So feel free to pause the podcast here and then we will come back together for the general thanksgiving. So now that we have made our petitions before the Lord, let us thank him for all of his blessings in the words of the general thanksgiving. So let us pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions, as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, that brings us to the end of evening prayer for this Monday. Hopefully it was a time to spend in God's presence and just to to worship him for who he is, awesome God and Savior who has delivered us from the power of sin and death. If this has been a, a profitable time for you in that way, please let me know about it. If you want to reach me, you can reach out to uh, by email to commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Uh, and that can be feedback, it can be... Um, prayer requests it can be you know just just whatever you want to let me know about I'd, I'd love to hear from you you can also reach me on twitter at common prayer 419 and uh, also if you happen to be living in the northwest ohio area I'd particularly like to hear from you because that's my neck of the woods here in the in the 419 and uh 
my my hope and prayer is not only that it would that this will reach out to people who need some some help and some structure in their prayer life but also that it might reach out to people who are interested in anglicanism or um, maybe have a background in anglicanism and just don't have an outlet in this part of the state to uh to worship in that way uh i mean who knows what uh, what god may do with this so so yeah definitely reach out to me um if you are in that boat uh, wherever you're listening, though, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Uh, podcast episodes will be coming out Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays with morning prayer at 8 a.m. Eastern and evening prayer at 5 p.m. Eastern. So definitely don't want to miss that. Again, this it's part of the whole point of the daily office is just to have that that time of repetition to to pray every day through this service and i know some people have asked me at times well you're just saying the same thing over and over again doesn't that just just get into repetition are you just shutting your brain off and just saying the same words over and over again and you know i mean that is a risk i mean definitely um i know i know people who have gone through services like this and and you can just tell their you know their minds are on what's for lunch after church or you know um anything but what their mind is uh, anything but what they're actually reading but even in you know evangelical circles or you know non-denominational circles i've i've been around people praying and they're you know saying the the kind of catchphrases and stuff like that and and you can tell it's that same it's the same idea that the what I've been learning through this experience is whether you're reading words from a page, whether you're just speaking, uh, whether you're just speaking from your from yourself, you are going to get you're you're going to get out of this experience what you put into this experience. So if you're reading these the words of this liturgy, consider what you are reading that that um you know apart from your grace lord there is no health in us Uh, we are nothing without you lord have mercy on us you know and glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit you know as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be god is never changing god is constant god is true god is faithful so as you're reading these words or even as you're listening to them just again it is what you put into you how invested you are in in your prayer that will yield the the best results that will yield the most as far as spiritual um as far as spiritual growth as far as spiritual development um and just effectiveness in the prayer so so that's my that's my take on on liturgical prayer versus spontaneous prayer um but again if you have thoughts on that if you have questions on that uh feel free to drop me a line by email or on twitter and i'd love to talk with you about it so in any case so be sure to subscribe um 
yeah, be sure to email me. I think we've kind of covered everything, so I'll go ahead and get this wrapped up for another day. Uh, again, thank you very much, and thank you for your patience. I know sometimes I go off on these tangents, so I, I thank you for your patience as you listen along uh, with this. So um, I really appreciate your time and the time you're dedicating to spend this time here in Common Prayer with me. So again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly, and... I pray that God blesses you richly and abundantly tonight and always, and I will see you next time.